Hey, Mum, I'm home. You're late, said his mum as she placed a small sprat in front of her son. Had you a good day? Mm, yes, I had an interesting day, said Gary before he got back his post-school snack. Really? What was so interesting? Your poetry class, perhaps, maybe history? No, 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 nothing to do with school, actually. You see, an exceptionally reliable source provided me with information regarding a gannet that both of us know well. Now that is interesting. Tell me more. Well, my source that I trust entirely... Gary, cut to the chase. What did Gertrude tell you? His mum was not in the mood for Gary's verbal gymnastics. She had enough of that the previous evening, when Gary went on and on and on about how, after he won the individual award at the egg, he would then concentrate on a career in journalism. Journalism, for goodness sake. She had different plans for her son. Like a doctor. Now that was a good job. And a teacher would not be bad either. I can neither confirm nor deny my source is who you say. Gary! Okay, okay. Gertrude told me that she overheard her mum and dad mention that my da and your husband won the Four Cliffs Colony egg trials in diving not once, not twice, but three times when he was younger. And? And I, I want to know, is it true? And if so, how did he get on at the eggs? And above all, how come I'm the last to find out this news? Yes, it's true. And? And what? And how did Dad do at the eggs? Did he become an egg champion as well as a forklifts champion? Oh, he never competed at the eggs. Two of them were cancelled due to a bird flu pandemic. Oh, said Gary. He had heard of the bird flu before. Some classmate had wished it on another in the schoolyard, but he never thought it would impact on the egg. He also never thought to ask why his dad had not competed at the third egg. Mum, why did you not tell me of this before now? Well, son, it was for your own good. You cannot live in the shadow of your father's achievements. You must make your own mark in the world. Oh, I I see, said Gary. He was disappointed that his dad did not get the chance to compete in the egg. He decided there and then that he needed to interview his dad about this at the earliest opportunity. Hey, Mum, can I have a couple of cat, please? Gary's mum was surprised by the sudden change of subject. She had expected a discussion or argument of some sort from Gary. But this request for money totally caught her off guard. What do you want the money for? Oh, it's a surprise. Uh, you, you can take it out of my pocket money if you want. Gary's pocket money amounted to seven cac each week, which he usually spent the very same day he got it. He was in negotiations for a rise, but so far his mum would not budge from the current offer. How much? Oh, five should cover it. 
Gary's mum went to her purse and picked out five bird seeds and placed them in front of her son. That's an advance on next week's pocket money. Understood? Understood, mum. Thanks, thanks. He gave his mum a quick kiss before he picked up the five cack and placed them in his own little purse, which he carried under his left wing. He hopped out of the nest and took off towards the south cliff. Don't be late for supper, shouted his mum after her son as he started to gain altitude. Gary soon spotted his target and glided gracefully down to earth and landed gently beside an old lady gannet, who closely guarded a wicker basket as if it was her own young chick. What can I do for you, young Gary? Mrs. Gardner, what can I buy for five cack? Well, let me see replied to the old lady gannet as she peered into her basket of flowers. How does a bunch of five daisies and five buttercups sound? Throw in a marigold and we have a deal, said Gary cheekily. Oh, okay. You drive a hard bargain, youngster. Would you like me to bunch them together? Yes, please, Mrs. Gardner. Gary took his purse out from under his wing opened it and picked out the five bird seeds and placed them in Mrs. Gardner's purse while she snapped the longer stalk of the marigold and carefully bundled it with the daisies and the buttercups. There you go, son, said Mrs. Gardner before she placed the bundle in front of Gary. Gary picked up the bunch of flowers. Thank you, Mrs. Gardner. It was a pleasure doing business with you. A short time later, Gary approached the South Cliff. After a quick spin around the headland, he landed beside a row of nests. He soon found the nest he was looking for. As he approached the entrance, Gertrude's father stuck his creamy yellow head out of the nest. Ah, uh, young Gary, how are you? I'm okay, sir, thank you. Gertrude, someone here to see you? shouted her father before he hopped out of the nest and prepared to take flight. I'm off, he said. I'd love to stay and chat, but I cannot be late for work. Send my regards to your parents. Will do, sir, said Gary, before Gertrude's father pointed his bill skywards, spread out his wings fully, flapped them twice and eased himself up into the air. A couple of slow, powerful flaps later, he was gliding out towards the lighthouse that was perched on a rocky outcrop 13 kilometres south by southwest of the southern cliffs. Gertrude appeared from the back of the nest and soon set eyes on Gary. What do you want? Uh, I, I just want to give you these, said Gary as he produced the bunch of flowers from behind his back. And, and to say sorry for this morning, and to say thank you for the information you gave me about my dad. Gertrude's eyes lit up when she saw the flowers. And marigolds! I just love marigolds! Uh, so can we be friends again? We were never not friends, Gary. It's just sometimes I don't understand the way you go on. In some ways, you're just too smart for your own good. In other ways, you really haven't a clue. So, do you accept my apology? I do. Come here to me. 
said Gertrude, before she pulled Gary towards her and gave him a kiss. <laughs> 